0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Transform Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zeller. Thank you so much for being here today. I have to say, I'm really excited to share this particular episode with you. I think it's my most raw, open, vulnerable episode so far. And I have to say, I'm a little bit proud of myself for putting it all out there. If you're liking this podcast, would you do me a favor and rate it. It just makes me feel really good when I get ratings and it lets me know that you guys are listening and that you are appreciating the content, that it's helping you in some way. And I also love your shares. So I so appreciate your ratings, reviews, and sharing. So please continue to do that for me. It means the world to me. Now, I have always been somebody who loves to collect content and share my favorite content with friends and family. I consume a lot of content. I read a lot of books. Depending on the week, sometimes I might read seven to ten books. I listen to a lot of podcasts and I watch a lot of different things on television, different films, documentaries, and sometimes, you know, just TV. And what I've been doing for years is sending these things forward. When I come across some really potent, amazing media, I love to share it. So what I've started doing is I have come up with this email concept called the weekly drop. And in the weekly drop, I include all of my favorite things, all of the recent media that has really inspired me. And I share it with all of you. Now this also may have some specific tools, some giveaways, some discounts, some first looks, some insights into my life. It's not a very long email. It can take you anywhere from like two to five minutes to go through. But if you are interested in subscribing for the weekly drop, then I would love to send the weekly drop to you. You can subscribe to this weekly newsletter in the show notes. And just as a little aside, just because it's called a weekly drop doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come out every week. It really depends on what I have going on that week and if I feel particularly inspired. That's pretty much all I have for this introduction. So without further ado, please enjoy this very, very heartfelt episode of Transform. Today, I want to talk about how to let yourself shine how to let yourself shine. A couple years ago when I first started my business, I, the very first workshop that I wanted to create was going to be called let yourself shine. And I built an outline for the curriculum and I even created a website and then something wasn't sitting right with me. It like, it just wasn't flowing. And now, as I reflect back on, what was it, maybe three years ago now, when I was conceptualizing this workshop, I see that I had some internal work to do first, before I was really prepared to run this workshop. And that's a lot of the work that I personally have been doing now over the last three years for me personally in my personal life, my own personal transformation and healing, with my spiritual inquiry, with my the growth of my intuition, with the proliferation of my business. All of these things have taught me varying aspects of how to let myself shine. When you think about the phrase, let yourself shine, it's, it's such an interesting phrase, it has an interesting connotation. It has interesting implications. Let yourself shine. Right now, I just want to ask you, where in your life are you holding back from letting yourself shine? Where in your life on social media, with friends, family, at work, are you self-censoring? Where are you not saying what you're actually thinking? Are there things that you love doing that you really enjoy, that you hold back from doing. There are a lot of different ways that we hold ourselves back from shining. And there are a lot of different reasons that we hold ourselves back from shining. I think that the most common reason that we might hold ourselves back from shining brightly is because we're afraid that our bright light is going to somehow dim the lights of those around us, is going to somehow hurt someone within our vicinity, could perhaps draw some attention that we may not feel we want or need or we're afraid of what this attention might bring. If you grew up at all caretaking, and when I say caretaking, I really just mean needing to worry about the feelings of those around you, needing to make sure mom is okay, needing to make sure dad is okay, needing to make sure one of your siblings is okay or one of your friends, feeling somehow obligated or responsible for somebody else's feelings, If we grow up feeling like we are somehow responsible for how other people are feeling, then we also start self-modulating. We start self-evaluating. We make sure that we are doing things in the right way so as to not upset the people around us. And in doing this, we often dim our light in different ways without even realizing. Perhaps you had a birthday party growing up, but another child at school didn't have a birthday party that was as extravagant as you. And you noticed that that child felt sad. And maybe from then forward, you decided to have a smaller birthday party so as not to make someone else feel sad. Or perhaps one day you were watching TV when you were younger and you were having fun, but then one of your parents started yelling at you because as you felt they were having a bad day, and they needed you to do something in order to make them feel better. Maybe that was clean the house, or go to your room. But the subliminal messaging that may have been imprinted in your small little mind at that age was, when I'm happy, when I feel good, it, can, it has the possibility of upsetting those around me. And then you, as you age, you know, maybe good things were happening to you. Maybe you got a role in a play or you got on to a certain team or you got a job opportunity and you noticed that when you were happy, it elicited jealousy from others or it made some other people feel bad. And so we start dimming our light in different ways for different reasons. And sometimes I think that dimming our light can be just out of habit. Like maybe there are people in your life where, you know, the thing that you really do with them when you meet up with them is you commiserate or you talk about things that happened in childhood or you talk about things that are going wrong. And this is just sort of the pattern that you've established with this person or these people or this group or this community. And then when things are going really well for you and when you have this potential to shine, maybe you test it out and maybe you start telling some of those people But you notice they're just not receptive. It's like you can't connect to them in this positive way. You know, they're there for you when you're talking about things that are negative, when you're talking about suffering or hardships, when you're commiserating. But when you try and bring joyful news, it's as if they don't speak that language. They don't know how to enter into this joyful space with you. They don't know how to let you shine brightly. And we feel that, right? Like we feel when someone's not happy for us. We feel when someone isn't pulling for us, when someone's not encouraging us. We even feel sometimes like when there's a tinge of jealousy, when there's competitiveness. We feel when people aren't rooting for us. And sometimes what we do is we pick up their feelings in that moment. We think, oh, they feel, they feel competitive. They feel jealousy. They feel bad. And then we make it our problem. We say, well, I feel bad that they feel like this and I don't want them to feel that way. So I'm just going to dim my light a little bit here. I'm not going to talk about the good things. I'm not going to shine so bright when I'm maybe with these people. And so I just want you to take a minute here and ask yourself, where in your life is it safe for you to shine brightly? Where is it safe for you? Where does it feel fully freeing for you to shine as brightly as you possibly can. Where in your life do you feel fully uninhibited with shining brightly? With whom? With whom in your life do you feel like you can shine brightly? Who in your life is in full support of your expansion and your bright light always shining? I think when we start transforming, when we start focusing on our own mental health, our own self-care, when we venture into a more awakened consciousness where we sort of get off the hedonic treadmill, when we, when we step out of the matrix, so to say, when we start actually examining our lives and our minds and ourselves ourselves. And we start to realize that we can actually change things, and that we can actually substantially shift our lives, and that the only thing that's keeping us locked in our current suffering and narratives is our thinking, and that there are ways to change our thinking. And then once we enter into those ways, and we start changing our lives, and good things start happening, and we start attracting these things that we've always wanted, and we start letting our light shine brightly, I see this really common thing with individuals, which is they start to sense that there aren't a lot of people around them that are in support of their expansion. And oh my gosh, do I know how that feels. Do I know how that feels. You know, sometimes when you really try and transform yourself and then you try and talk to people about it they look at you like you're speaking another language they look at you like what are you talking about why are you doing that i'm so uninterested in what you're saying and here's the thing that's okay you know we can't take everybody with us and not everyone's going to to understand our transformative journeys but there really does come a time when we have to sort of self-examine we have to say Is maintaining some of these relationships, is putting myself in these same situations, is maintaining my current job situation, my current home life, whatever it may be, in service of my expansion, or are these things now really limiting me? And when I say, are these things now really limiting me, what I'm really asking is, are your circumstances stopping you from shining brightly? And if they are, how can you begin to change your circumstances so that you can let that light shine? One really interesting thing that I've learned over the last three to four years, or actually I might say longer than that, I might say five years, in dentistry, which is the field I was in before this, I was doing a lot of public speaking, standing on stages of you know upwards of a thousand people speaking sometimes three, four or five times a month all over the United States and a little bit internationally. And I learned a lot about letting myself shine because I did this this year of yes, where for a year I just said yes to everything that I was scared to do. And in doing that, I noticed that I was really stepping into my own light. I was letting myself shine in a way that I never had before. And the interesting thing is when you do that with this sort of like what I call yes energy, where I'm just kind of, you know, saying YOLO or saying like, fuck it. Here I am. It's my year of yes. I'm just going to do all this shit that scares the living shit out of me. Um, It's reciprocated. I mean, it's it's it was received well. I got a lot of support. I got a lot of opportunities. I got a lot of offers. And then this shift came for me in my life where I realized I was no longer deeply engaged with the work that I was doing and I needed to make a shift. And I did, you know, a huge deep dive into who I was and my identity and my stories and did a lot of processing and healing and a lot of therapy. And I realized that in order to make myself, in order to let myself shine again, it was going to have to be in this whole other way where I had to let myself shine in a deeper way, in a way that felt at the time really unsafe to me. Because see, I would I had been in this really like straight career. And when I say straight, I just mean like, you know, medicine in general, or like law, things like that. They're these linear track careers. And you invest tons of time, energy, and money into them. And it's like there's a safety there. There's a safety in the education. There's a safety in the credentials. There's a safety in my own learning and evolving. But then when I shifted out of that, it was like I, I came off of this strategic path, like this train track. And now I was just in this wide open field. And I didn't even know how to let myself shine there. And when I thought about letting myself shine there, I, it, it sort of scared the shit out of me. Because letting myself shine in the field I'm in now is so much more true to who I deeply am, so much more aligned with my soul's path, so much more aligned with my own creative energy. And I had a lot of stories around that that stopped me from feeling safe to let my light shine. I had a lot of stories about, oh, are people going to take me seriously? I've I've come from this really scientific background. You know, I've done research. I've written a lot of research papers. I've lectured. I'm so science-rooted. Now I'm shifting into what is also scientifically-rooted, by the way. I mean, psychology in the wellness space, so much what I do is still scientifically-rooted. But a lot of what I've done is merged science with spirituality Merge science with things like intuition, with the law of attraction, with manifestation, with surrender and mysticism. And a big part of me didn't feel safe expressing that for fear of rejection, for fear of rejection. I was afraid that people wouldn't take me seriously. I was afraid that the sort of acclaim that I had garnered in my previous career wouldn't shift into this new career If I was myself fully. And then this interesting thing happened. Where. That acclaim didn't transfer. Where a lot of the people in dentistry. Did wonder what the fuck I was doing. (laughs) Where. No one. In that field. I mean for the most part. Understood. Where. I didn't have an audience. Anymore. And. I also didn't have words to really describe what I wanted to do. I didn't have a clear direction or path in front of me. I was in this like deep, deep space of ambiguity. And now that I understand the path of transformation, I know that that's what I call the liminal realm. It's the space in between. It's when we are releasing the old identity And moving into the new one. It's when we're releasing old beliefs and integrating new ones. And there's this space between where everything just feels really fucking confusing and really muddy. And we have a really hard time explaining what's happening. And I was in that space largely for a year or two. And so when I would try and talk to people about what I was doing, of course it was confusing. I didn't even really know how to explain it. Of course people didn't really support me. Because here's the truth, I wasn't really supporting myself fully. I mean, I was making the decisions that I knew I needed to, but at that time, I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know how to fully see myself. I didn't know how to let myself shine. And so here I am today. A lot of my work is extremely intuitive. I can get on a call with someone I've never spoken to, and I can intuitively know so much about them. I can tell them what they're struggling with. I can tell them a potential path to go. I can give them tools. And this is all just from using my intuition. And it's probably my strongest superpower. But it's also the part of me that I think is most would be most deeply misunderstood by society at large. And so when it comes to letting ourselves shine, I think one thing we have to think about is what are my superpowers and in what ways am I hiding them? What are some of my superpowers and in what ways am I hiding them or not fully using them or not letting people see them? If you try this thought exercise with me, if you lived in an alternate universe and you got to wake up tomorrow and there were different beings in this universe and you could be anybody and do anything and no one would judge you and everyone would be in support of you and everyone would applaud at you shining your light, what would you be doing? Let yourself answer that question honestly. And then I want you to compare that to what you're currently doing. And that can show you a little bit of a discrepancy there. It can show you where you might not be fully letting your light shine. And if that was a hard thought experiment for you, Because I think it would have been for me three or four years ago, then that's actually really exciting because that means there's a lot to uncover about how you can let your light shine. And when you start the journey of transformation and really digging into what your deepest gifts are, what your soul desires, there's so much that's uncovered there. And it's not just things that you're healing, it's so many gifts, so many natural gifts that you contain that you can give others, that you can be in service of others with that you never even saw before. One thing that I'm doing currently right now is experimenting with different ways to continue to let myself shine, to speak truth, to not self-censor so much, and to use my gifts to help unlock the gifts within all of you you know, there's this quote, liberation never occurs in a vacuum. And what that means is the more space that we allow ourselves to, to be to be ourselves fully, the more we give permission to those around us to do the same. Now, sometimes when we move out of self censorship, when we stop what I call self abandoning, which is where we don't honor ourselves don't honor what we're actually thinking don't say what we're actually thinking when we hold back one way to move out of that is to just start slowly to start being ourselves more and more to start speaking honestly about what we think and to start using our gifts in ways that are more bold in ways that maybe we're afraid to because here's the thing about some of our some of our deepest gifts a lot of times, a lot of our deepest gifts we hold really, really tightly close to our heart. And we're afraid that if we express these gifts in any way, shape, or form, that we are exposing ourselves to hurt and pain. And we don't know that we can tolerate that. We don't know that if we are that vulnerable, what we will do if we face rejection. And There's different ways of navigating that space. But let me just tell you what's happened to me in the last few years. The universe has given me a really big gift, which is it essentially took away everything that I felt I had to lose. And when you feel like you don't have anything to lose, it just makes you less afraid. Because at that point, you only have something to gain. So if you are in a space right now in your life where you're kind of in a rock bottom in some way, then that's actually a miraculous place to be and give thanks, because you sort of have this wide open road for you to just step up and shine brightly in. But if you're somebody that you feel like you do have a lot to lose, and you don't know where to start, you don't know how to start letting your light shine, then I guess I just want to propose this. What, what would happen if you did get rejected? Because here's the thing, we all get rejected. We all get rejected. When I got rejected these last few years, so many times, it never hurt as bad as I thought it was going to. And I'm not saying it didn't hurt, but you know what it didn't do? It didn't annihilate me. And the gift that it gave me is it gave me more and more and more resolve to be myself fully. And it clarified my vision. It clarified who I was. It clarified who I want in my life. Because you guys, I'm, I'm done spending time with other people that don't want to hold space for my expansion. I'm just done. I'm done collaborating with people or finding mentors or working with people or being friends with people that don't want me to shine, that somehow my light is triggering them. It's not my problem and it's not your problem either. When you shine brightly and that somehow makes someone else uncomfortable, that's not your problem. Your only job in this lifetime Your only job in this lifetime is to let your life shine, is to be yourself fully and authentically and let that clear, fucking brilliant, magnificent light that you have within you shine brilliantly. And when you do this, you serve as a beacon, as a light of inspiration for others to do the same. So today I just want to leave you with this. Are you ready to let your light shine? Are you ready to let yourself shine? Where in your life are you holding back from letting yourself shine? And starting today, how can you perform one radical act? You just do one thing to let yourself shine brightly. I have decided to re-pursue this workshop, Let Yourself Shine. And right now I'm putting together the curriculum for this. But if you're just at a point right now in your life where... Maybe you want to level up in your career or in your life where you just feel like you're somehow dimming yourself or you just know deep down that it's time to let yourself shine. Then join the waitlist for this workshop and when it goes live, when there's more information, you will be one of the first ones to receive an email with the course description and a discount with the pre-sale price. So you can sign up for that in the show notes and If you know someone that you just want to encourage them today to let themselves shine and you want them to know that you are in service of their expansion, that you support them shining brightly, then support them by sending this podcast episode to them too. You guys, the world is going to change when we get a lot of people who are no longer afraid to let ourselves shine. It all starts with us. It all starts from within. So thank you for tuning in today, and until next time, be well, my friends.